This is Donna Otto, and we are Modern Homemakers. I, I don't know what kind of Advent you had, but I had a particularly strong Advent this year. Um, I'm not going to talk about that today, but I might talk about it in the next few weeks. Donna, really? Advent's weeks ago. I know. But there is um, a rhythm. There's a rhythm to life and a rhythm to the sacred events of the life of Christ. And I'm very delighted to be engaged in those rhythms. We've talked about this through the years, the rhythm of 40 days before the birth of Christ as we wait for his coming again, and then 40 days for the time prior to the crucifixion and the resurrection. I was talking to someone about 40 days that Elijah spent. And I, and I want to talk to you about Elijah. And I want to talk to you about silence and solitude. And I'm probably going to do that in the next few days. But um, at the end of the year, and having read this lovely volume called Mimosa. And if you did not listen to the first show of the year, I really want you to go back and listen to it. Shut this one off and go back and listen to it. It is a a powerful reminder of the work of the Spirit that is greater. (laughs) And, And I want to say more surreptitious than any human being can ever be. The Spirit comes in and does His work quite quietly and quite um, unseeingly, but nevertheless, it is His work. And so I want to remind you of that to the one who is the Word and wants to have a Word with you. He is the one who is the Word and wants to have a Word with you. Well, at, at the year end, we always do what ministries do um, because we are a ministry. We are a 501c3 and a part of the resources that keep us going from month to month, uh, year after year, many years now, has been um, the contributions and gifts of people who love what we do, love God, love the fact that we continue to encourage young women, particularly how to live their lives before Christ. And so at year end, I sent a letter and quoted Gregory Boyle. Now, Gregory Boyle is the author and director of the Homeboy Industries, which is a ministry to gang members in Los Angeles. Okay, And here's the quote. 20 years of this work has taught me that God has greater comfort with inverting categories than I do. What is success and what is failure? What is good and what is bad? What is a setback or what is progress? Great stock these days, especially in nonprofits and who can blame them, is placed in evidence-based outcomes. People, funders in particular, want to know if what we do works. If what we do works. Are you, in the end, successful? 
Naturally, I find myself heartened by Mother Teresa's take. We are not called to be successful, but faithful. And I enter that into the end of uh, the year letter because I thought, I'm beginning to ask myself what does successful look like? I agree with Boyle. It's often small. It's often a vital step forward to helping women be more faithful in their vital step. Maybe it is a book I've written or a story I've told or a podcast that we've recorded. Um, I only know that Mimosa reminded me that the work of the Holy Spirit comes through whatever we do, but it's his business. The fruit is his business. And then during Advent, a friend of mine recommended Anne Voskamp's Advent um, book. I, that's all I can say. It's a, a book. And he was an unlikely source to recommend Anne Voskamp. That, that was the first surprise to it. And yet I respected him. And I'd asked a couple of people, and I'd gotten a couple of ideas, and I have a vast number of Advent books already. But on his recommendation, and then I happened to be visiting with a colleague who told me that she had either used it or was using it as well. Anne Vonskamp has a very interesting style. And I read something, uh, something that she said, and here's what she said. The size of your ministry isn't proof of the success of your ministry. The very Son of God had a ministry to twelve, and one abandoned him. Now, I don't know what you do in life. I don't know what your works are. I don't know what service you provide if you're in a ministry. But the very God, Jesus, in form, human form, the Son of God, had this ministry to 12. Yes, to 12 and to others. But it was a small ministry. You will agree with that. Yet he did what his father called him to do, and he kept doing what his father called him to do. And I'd like to talk a little bit this year about what did his father call him to do? What did his father call him to do? And how did he do it? And what does the new covenant look like? What does the old covenant look like? What did he come to proclaim? My husband and I, very regularly, but not every day, don't don't go away and say, oh, every day they know. We don't every day. But very regularly, and especially in during these times of Advent or Lent, or if we're taking a 40-day fast from something, we have some material to guide us. Uh, We took a 40-day prayer journal fast. Uh, So there was a fast included, but there was also a prayer journal and a time for prayer and a time to pray for others. So on things like that, which we would do, I suppose we do Advent and Lent for sure every year. That would be 80 days of the 365. We meet together in the morning, okay, over coffee in the winter in front of the fireplace. Nothing could make me happier. I want to live in Alaska. Instead, I live in Arizona, where in January it is already 72 degrees. And what am I concerned about? Not the beauty of the day. What I'm concerned about is that it'll soon be 139 again. Oh, or 119. At any rate, 
we were talking about the new covenant, um, what Jesus came to proclaim in the new covenant. And David is very um, bright and very succinct. And he laughs often and says, well, honey, I'll let you use more words than I need to use. I'm not sure what he quite means by that. And I never take it personally. But he said, I think the new covenant is about love and sacrifice. So we've talked about this through the years. The new covenant is the two-step. You know, the two-step dance that has so many gyrations and so many different looks, but it's still two steps. And what does he tell us in Matthew? What does he remind us of? That we are to love the Lord our God with all our mind. We are to love the Lord our God with all of our hearts. We are to love the Lord our God with all of our souls. And he doesn't just say it like a little list. He says that we are supposed to do it in the same way that God called us to put him first. Love the Lord your God with all, not part of. So if that's the new covenant, then what what does it look like? And David and I um, came to an agreement. He said it, but I agreed. That, you know, it takes two people to come to agreement. I hope you're laughing about that. He said it's love and sacrifice. I don't know why, but I found that extraordinarily powerful. So you mean God takes the whole canon and he reduces it down to these essential two steps, love God, love others, two steps, and you think, it's not that complicated. And people look at the Bible and they say, I don't understand. And No, no, you don't have to. It's, it's just two steps. And Mimosa is once again reminding me that she can hear the gospel message, receive it. One of the things she did as a Hindu woman in India, she had a sari. She didn't, no one told her what to do in worship or not to do in worship. She'd never worshipped before in her life. But she would take her sari and lay it out when she would pray, like a form of worship before God. Could you see an, a Hindu Indian woman with her, her beautiful sari just laying it out before God as a form of worship? And I'm asking you this year to think about these things in simple terms. So what is the great commandment? What is the simplest? Well, it, it comes down to two steps, love God, love others. Oh, Donna, others are so many of them, and they're so different. And yes, they are. But how about we take that and we reduce it a little further to love and sacrifice? Ouch! Don't you know the difference between love and sacrifice? Don't you know what it means to love someone and that Loving someone is almost always a sacrifice. Why is it we don't love? I, I, I speak for myself only. I don't love as fully as God would call me to love because I don't want to sacrifice that. Whatever that is, oftentimes it's something I, I, don't, I just don't want to sacrifice. I, I want it to be my own we have a family member in the Otto family, extended family, who has proudly said for years, I've never been hurt by someone. Proudly. Proudly. And I say to him, as I say to you, if you are finding it hard to love and sacrifice because you don't want to be hurt, 
you will never receive the love that God has promised us through his human beings because to love someone is to be assured of being hurt because we make sacrifices they're not appreciated we invest our heart our love we give it away and they don't take good care of it they don't give us the love back that we expect to get back it goes on and on and on will you train up your children this year mamas will you say it's very simple it's very simple love the lord your god with all your heart all your mind with all your soul and in that love love with the ability to sacrifice we are modern homemakers and i am donna otto and i say welcome to the new year again 2021 as we end this i want to read to you a quote um, from a book called a life of prayer we want to hold on to our affections and yet we want to grab in handfuls the love of god this attitude is not good enough we are seeking to hold together things which are incompatible when we do not give ourselves up wholly and immediately to god this treasure is not given wholly and immediately to us he calls us to come he calls us to come and if we, we think we can come and not sacrifice then we're not going to receive the fullness of his love well here we are show number two 2021 maybe i'll count them this year i've never done that we we know approximately how many shows we do 12 or 13 a month some months more some months left um, we hope you enjoyed the Advent serials, which we brought to you every day during Advent. Um, we won't count those. Show number two, Donna Otto, Modern Homemakers. Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day of sacrificing for someone you love. Mm -hmm.